I want the money in my pocket. <laughs> Why isn't the money in our pockets? Because we keep telling people how to fix things and we don't charge them for it. Yeah, that's it. Today's theme for the show is how much are you going to pay me to answer this question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go there. This is the thing. When, we, when I started this and I wrote the first book, yes. I put an 800 phone number and they had to pay by the to call me to ask questions. It wasn't an 800. It was a what? 900. 900. That's right. It was a 900 number back then. <laughs> and nobody would call it. Nobody called to pay your 900 number service to get answers on your question. They thought I was going to talk sexy to them. But, well, see, you might have, you told them right up front you weren't. Maybe that was the problem. That's why they didn't call. Yeah. Uh, we offer so many other things, marriage advice and Chrome and all these other things, <laughs> vibrations. Why not talk dirty? Okay. I'll talk dirty. <laughs> no, not anymore. Clay. No. 30 Loam, years ago, maybe you could have got away with fertilizer. <laughs> it's all dirty, isn't it? Yeah. Clay, foam, fertilizer. Everything. Yeah. That's all dirty. Everything. Dirty black and round tires. Dirty talk. Okay. Yeah. Carbon black. What else we got? Dirty. Uh, we got a show that we're doing on the 21st of September of 2023. We're going to do one on the 21st? This is the 21st. It is. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> This is Mike Beckett over here, huh? confused, and huh? maybe in 1994 when he wrote the book, maybe later. We don't know what year it is anymore. Uh, this is Kevin Beckett uh, trying to keep Mike in place. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm retired. And uh, we're the Rolling Toe Show with MD Alignment and uh, Truck and Kevin Rutherford. But I got talked into going up to Sioux Falls last week. Yes, you did. To the South Dakota Trucking Association meeting. Right, by by a good friend. Good uh, friend. Shanna yeah. Gray. Yep. And I talked to a bunch of people, and some of them that we talked to seemed to think that some of my bullshit might have had something in it that was worth listening to. That's that's good to hear. And I told them that if you want the seeds to grow, you have to put bullshit on it. Right. And so I was doing that. You know, they are from South Dakota. I think they're aware. In fact, by the smell of it when I was up there, <laughs> I know they're aware that you use bullshit for something. South Dakota knows bullshit. Got it. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So, and that was last week. Let's see. Not next week. Not the week after. But the week after that, you have something else going on. October 10th, I have to be in Chicago. Because of a request from another old friend. Another old friend. Talk me into going there and talking to some other guys. Some other guys there with a tire group. But we'll be at the Hilton Convention Center in Oak Brook Hills, Illinois. Are they giving you a hotel room at the Hilton? Two nights. Two nights at the hotel room in the Hilton? Yeah. They want to see you. I guess. Man, you're a popular guy. Well, what we're going to do, see, we, Dottie and I were going to take a trip up the Mississippi River to look at the leaves anyway. And right. so we said, well, we'll just go up the Mississippi River and then we'll drive over to Chicago and then we'll come home. And so it's it's not a big imposition. And uh, Dottie gets to stay in a Hilton right. and make believe she's something. Right. And I know I'm not, so it doesn't matter. Right. And I'll be watching the the, uh, the Russell and Frank. The dog. Uh, and how did the dogs do sides while we were gone for two nights? You know, they were okay. I think uh, I sent you a video, and I should put this video online just so everybody can see what, what's up with the Frank and Russell show. Frank and Russell. If you go to the, I guess, the MD Alignment channel of YouTube, 
you'd have to look for it. There's a lot of good videos on there for anybody listening that uh, is on the MD Alignment channel there regarding tire wear and handling and everything else. But I might include this video of the real difference between these two dogs, which is hilarious. They're both beagles. Uh, they're both beagles, but they're different kinds of beagles. Yeah. One is Russell, is uh, Mike's dog. He's a tall, lanky uh, beagle with, with, with a little less weight and apparently better traction on the bottom of his paws. I don't know how this works, but we have a smooth surface there in the house. Laminate wood floor. Russell runs around and around and around that and has no problem. Uh, it's just like he's walking outside or on carpet or anything else. But Frank, trying to run on the same surface. Frank is built up. more like a basset. Yes, he's got a build like a basset. He's got shorter legs. He's Heavier. got thicker and heavier yeah. body and he's not as fast in any situation but you put in both on that smooth uh, flat pergo wood surface and man frank just slips and slides like he's wearing socks comes around a corner wham into the wall <laughs> right and and russell just dances around and he frank chases i mean he he covers twice the distance that frank does looks for frank behind him and then just keeps going mm -hmm. it, it's uh it's quite a quite a sight i think i should put that video on it because it's it's hilarious seeing it's frank slip, slip and slide and bay yep. howl chasing and mad because because of nothing, because Russell has something that Frank has had forever, ignored his whole life, but now Russell has it, so he has to so get Frank it. Frank is after Russell to get that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway. well, when, when, the, when we left on, on Thursday. To go to South Dakota. And we got back Saturday afternoon. Yes. When we got back Saturday afternoon, we picked up Russell, we brought him home. He went right into his sleeping area, laid down and went to sleep. Sleep right away. He didn't care that we were there, didn't care nothing. He just, he needed some rest. <laughs> yes, they they worked each other over. It was great. Yeah. And half the day, Sunday, he was the same way. Yeah. Then late Sunday afternoon, he woke up and said, oh, I've got energy again. Right. And he right. wanted to play. The, the Frank and Russell show for us is just under a year old, which means they are just at a year old. No, they're just over a year old. Yeah. 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 Uh, they were both rescued from the... Uh, Oh, I don't have the name of it, but the it was uh, a rescue puppies and farm out there in Madison, and, Iowa. Yeah, it was right there on the Mississippi River, yeah. practically. Yeah, see, if we had to go get them because if you don't pick them up soon enough, they just tie a brick around their neck and throw them right there in the river. <laughs> don't ever tell uh, Brad Walker that. That's <laughs> that's me. No, this is a this is a no kill. Uh, mm -hmm. Rescue there, run by Brad Walker, Brad Walker Alignment yeah. over there. Good well, people. I'm sorry, he doesn't own it. He works there. He works there, yeah. He's a volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. good time. Uh, all right, so this is, this is the show. And if anybody wants to call the secret code to get a hold of us here at the show, you have to know the secret handshake. 855-950-3835 to call in to the Frank and Russell Mike and Kevin rolling toe. Arf, arf, arf. Right, right. And uh, just to remind everybody, uh, the, the Mike and Kevin here is not the Kevin and Mike that's on the fucking business and beyond that, that area. That's uh, Mike Rutherford is the son of Kevin Rutherford. And here, Mike Beckett is the father of Kevin Beckett. It's just a little reversed for anybody not aware. We're just a little confused. A little confused. Yeah, we were confused to begin with. Uh, yes. Just kept going with it. Hasn't gotten any better. Right. 
Right. Uh, okay. Uh, but we don't have any calls right now, so I guess we're just going to keep on talking about So the, I can take a nap? <laughs> no, no naps. No naps? You get plenty of time for naps when you're not here. <laughs> now hold a piece. I, I wake up in the morning looking forward to a nap. <laughs> Oh, what a day. What a day. Oh, what a day. Right. Okay. All right. So, uh, yes, the theme the theme for today's show, I think, is going to be how much would you be willing to pay for the answer to this question? Mm. And, uh, okay. The reverse question then is. <laughs> You've got a question. Okay. No, the, 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 the reverse part of that question. Oh, reverse. Not only how much would you pay, but for those of you who have gotten advice in the past, how much has it saved you? How much has it saved you? Yeah, yes. Okay. So that's the, one of the two things. Either you call with how much it was worth, mm-hmm. how much you actually got out of it, mm-hmm. or you call with how much you're willing to pay for it. Yeah. All yeah. right. And I know right. the answer to the second question then. <laughs> Zero. <Yeah. laughs> that's why they're calling us. We know it's why. We know they're not willing to pay. Nobody's willing to be. You're willing to get the work done, uh, but the the answer to the question is always all right. We've got uh, we have a caller. We have a caller from uh, oh maybe Ohio. After all and, the stuff we just said, somebody was willing to call in. Okay, this has a uh, a, a tire wear issue. Okay, let's talk to Craig about tire wear. He needs to change the Chinese tires. <laughs> really? Okay. What's up? Uh, all right, guys. Hey, uh, uh, thanks for being there for, for answering our questions. But uh, I just noticed uh, right today I was getting unloaded, and uh, my right front steer tire, this is on a Western Star. It's a Firestone tire, 2016. Okay. Um, the inside edge of the right front steer tire, about halfway around the tire, is, is missing. And uh, okay. I just noticed it. Okay, and, uh, so first question, first question, okay. are you parked? Uh, not right now, no. Okay, when you get parked. Yeah, it's on the right side. If it was on the left side, you could just reach out and do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's on the right side. Well, if he puts the cruise control down, crawls across the cab, opens the car door, he could still do it. We can, we can pull this off. Yeah, okay. Uh, are you, you going to ask about the feathers? Where? Yes. Well, I, I didn't feel any feathered wear on there. That was ah, so you didn't, a, feel a shock. you didn't feel feathered wear. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So the second part is one of the most common ways you lose the inside edge without feathered wear is when the rim gets bent. All right, especially mm-hmm. only halfway around. Yes. Now, see, the inside of the rim close to the frame on a steer axle is the unsupported bell of the rim. And you can hit that Mm -hmm. in a pretty good chuck hole and bend the rim a little bit, and now the tire's not round anymore on the inside. Right. I see. That can happen. It could be. I I just bought this truck. I got about, I put about 50,000 miles on, and I just, the tires were new when I got it. So it it very well could be the case. How would one go about that? Well, what you do is you jack up the right front wheel, have the hood up, Spin mm-hmm. the tire, get it going good and fast, and then look over the top of the tire so that you can see the rim and pick a point against the ground and see if the rim is moving front to back compared to that point on the ground. Okay. Yeah, just, yeah. You'll be able to see the bend. You can use a, okay. uh, an object, a screwdriver or something, set against, say, 
a, a jack stand. I tried that all the time, and I put the screwdriver there, and I'd spin it, and the, and the tire would hit it in the jet, and then and the next thing I know, the screwdriver stuck through the side of the tire. So I I, I'm, I don't like that. <laughs> I, <laughs> all right. So that's, you see, you see, is I that the only cause? No, would no, that be about the only the thing is a belt ram or a, No. Uh, the other thing is it could be out of balance. Could if, be. If it was out of balance and it started a small cup on the inside, that cup will gradually eat its way around, the same as the bent rim will cause it. Right. So, and it, then, could, it could also simply be mismounted. It could be. The tire's not mounted right. What kind of a tire is this? Firestone. Oh, you said a firestone. firestone. Okay, that's a pretty good tire. So I'm not too worried about the quality of the tire. I'm worried Typically. About, is the tire mounted right? Is the rim bent? Was the tire balanced? Okay. Now I went up, I was in Wisconsin once years ago with a tire dealer and he was having a problem with one fleet and, and all of their trucks were getting on their steer tires were in one cup. Okay. One cup on this truck, one cup on that cup. And I went up and I looked and lo and behold, the balance weights that they were putting on were exactly on the opposite side of the rotation of the tire from the cup. Every one of them. Here's the weight down here. Here's the cup up here. Here's the weight up here. Here's the cup down there. Right. Turned out their balance machine was out of calibration. Right. So, yeah, so simple things like that could be the cause. Now, yeah, I, typically, if it, if the tire is simply mismounted, which would be you know, an obvious reason for a tire to wear only halfway around one side, yeah. if the other side of the tire should be wearing on the opposite side. So it's uh, it's like a Flintstone tire rolling down the road. Wiggle, wobble, wiggle, wobble. Wobbling away. Yeah. But that gives you some ideas to look for, and if you don't find it, you can give okay. us a call, and we'll tell you some more things to waste your time on. But how, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but, but there's no uh, there's no saving this tire, though, right? Once I mean, it's not going to... Off to the races. Yep. Well, it's, yeah, I should it's say, gone. once you can see the wear, you can't save it. Yeah, it's gone. Uh, once it's been mounted yeah. for 500 miles, you can't remount it a different way. Because the heat sets the way it's going to run. Yes. Uh, so, All I mean, right. the best thing you can do is have it balanced properly or use a dynamic balancer to uh, slow down the wear rate. But, yeah, now that you can already see it, it's gone. Yeah, you're going to lose it. And now, how okay. much was that worth? I mean, we, you uh, should, we, should have, we should have asked this before. But well, now you've already I was, asked, I was thinking... I was thinking it's worth twice as much as, as the last question I asked a couple weeks ago. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> sure, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. You betcha. Bye. <laughs> All right. Okay, so twice as much. Twice as much. I as guess zero. that's that's a that's that's a nice angle to go. It's it's worth twice as much. Yeah, two times zero is still zero. Well, we, I wasn't trying to go there. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're just doing half of the mathematical equation. It's twice as much. Got All it. right. All right, we've got another caller here. I think we all know who this is. This is somebody from Sioux Falls. Could be Shauna. Could be. Let's uh, hear what she has to say about uh, Mike's performance there at the convention. Hello, Shauna. I don't want Hello. Hello. Just wanted to call in and say thank you so much, Mike. Uh, I think you were one of the most popular people at our South Dakota Trucking Convention, and it was just nice to see eyes open up when people say, oh, I don't know, I think it's just a mismounted tire, and instead they're realizing it's an alignment and how, why we do what we do as directed by you folks over at MD. Well, that's cool. 
<laughs> That's cool. There, I got to admit that when we first got there and we were going to start talking to people, there was a whole lot of people looking at me like I was crazy. And when yeah. we left, they looked at me and they said, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just want to know where you get to or, or where we find the right Ouija board or the magic eight ball that tells us what we do. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was it was a uh, good. Uh, we really appreciate you guys coming out, and I think a lot of people learned. I was uh, heard from a couple owner operators; they were sad they didn't get in because they were on the road. But um, sounds like everybody learned quite a bit. Cool. Well, we had a good time. Hopefully, it'll do somebody some good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful week. I just wanted to take a minute to call and say thank you. Well, thank you for the call. We appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for everything. Thanks for the invite. Uh, we're glad uh, it went well, and we hope we can do more for you and with you in the future. And your fellow well, has hope- called me already twice today. Sean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, this is a brand new a brand new Rittenhauer uh, trailer in here, and I don't think the guy's had it for six months in the wear. It's definitely an axle flex, and I kind of said that, but I like it when he questions and makes sure. But, yeah, there's this trailer definitely wasn't out of alignment, that's for sure. So. Yeah, the, the fella apparently didn't believe him, and so so Sean called me. He says, "You remember that video you showed me of them testing flex in the axle?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Send it to me. I want to show it to this guy." So, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, we need a link to that somewhere. Yeah, on the website yeah. or something. Okay. Well, well, thank you, Sean. Have a wonderful you day. A Talk day. to you later. Right. Yep. Bye. 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 All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the last caller. So. Oh, good. So now I can take a nap. Now you can take. A- well, no, that's not entertaining. We're trying to keep people's attention and entertain them. That's what the whole point of this. My snoring is not entertaining. No, no. Guys <laughs> are hard. Just jokes. Jokes are a little more entertaining than that. Last week, did I tell you the 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 thing about the suicide in Texas? Uh, yes, yes, with the multiple gunshots. Yes, the multiple yeah. gunshots. Okay, well, we'll leave that one alone then. I have a. I actually. Eh, yeah. Probably shouldn't. It's our podcast. I can say it if I want to say it. But uh, off of our normal topic, I had when I was in the Navy yeah. uh, assigned to my room yeah. a guy that had, well, one gunshot wound to the head yeah. from an attempted suicide yeah. and had reloaded his gun and was ready to take the second shot to the head yeah. when he decided, you know what, if I, if I survived the one gunshot, I suppose that's a sign that I should maybe not kill myself. So I know it's possible to take multiple gunshots to the head uh, in a suicide attempt. Well, it's possible to get hit in the head by a gunshot and survive it. I mean, it's happened a lot. Right. Um, I'll just leave that alone. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, not really. I mean, until we are actually a true crime uh, podcast. Can we do that? Can we become a true crime? We have a different set of crimes we we have crimes against tires oh that's what we really saw you sure usually doesn't take more than one episode or even one call to figure it out i got you but that's our that's our bread and butter okay is true crime against tires true crime against tires all right um i had a call the other day from a guy with a spread axle trailer Uh with the hendrickson suspension Mm -hmm. that was getting the inside edge wear and he had welded the angle iron on the way we told him. Okay. And he said it reduced the irregular wear maybe 50%. Right. But he still was getting the inside edge wear. 
that we have a customer in Iowa here that I was hoping you could stop by on the way to Sioux Falls, but didn't work out. Uh-huh. Uh, having the same relative issue, he's got tankers. Yeah, and he goes straight. He tightens the bearings. He puts the angle iron on, and he's still getting the wear for the same mileage. Or does he get an improvement? Well, that's that's uh, he's yeah, he's uh, trying not putting the angle iron to see how quickly it comes with or without it. His his impression was that it's not changing enough to warrant the difference. Got it. On his trailers. Now, got we've it. got other customers that weld the angle well, I've got a ton of them goes away. Tickled to death with it. That's why I'm curious right. about the situations where it's not working. Right. Now, I have to say this. No solution to tire wear that I've ever found is 100% effective. Uh, yeah. If I'm if I'm right 95% of the time, I figure I'm doing golden work. So there's going to be 5% of the time this stuff ain't going to work. Right. Then it's a matter of how much time are we going to spend trying to figure out how to make that 5% work. Right. And what is it they need? Right. Well, and 5% of all the problems in the country adds up to enough that it's worth pursuing an answer. Yeah. The question is, are all those 5% the same problem? Right. right. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We do have another caller from uh, maybe Minnesota, and his name is Brian, and he's got a, another, you're not going to believe this, two in a row, tire wear problems right in our wheelhouse. We got a tire wear problem. Doesn't usually, it's not a vibration, it's okay. not a. Hopefully, it's not the inside not. edge of the right front tire. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. All right. Hello, Brian. Good morning, gentlemen. I thought I would just keep it uh, fairly basic in general and just say it was tire wear problem. Okay, <laughs> that's basic in general. Start confusing right, right off the bat. <laughs> right, <Okay>. right. <laughs> in experiencing, I believe, some type of maybe axle flexing on my drives, I'm getting the inside edge of the inside tire. And I'm, I don't know 100% of the spec of the truck. Is there a way to identify the axle housings by looking at them? Yes. Is there a number or it all a... Depends. It depends on which brand axle housings we're talking about. Do you know, are they Meritor? Are they Dana? Are they Detroit? Uh, I believe they're Dana's. It is a Packard product. Okay, the odds are it's Dana. All right, in that case, on the front face of the rear differential, there is an ID plate on it. And the ID plate has a series of numbers and letters. So, for example, RD155. Now, the RD means it's a rear drive axle housing. The 155 gives the gear ratio and stuff inside the housing. And then after the last number, if there is an H... That means it's the heavier axle, the 11 millimeter. If there's no H, it's the 9.5 millimeter, the light one. Well, that's you a very good description. The vast majority of the time, if you just order a truck with a Packard axle with a day axle or anything, well, you're going to get the light one. Right. Okay? You don't need no H. That's what they tell you. Well, I, I, well, I was in Sioux Falls doing this seminar there was a sales rep there from the Kenworth dealer, and he really was interested in what we were talking about. And when I discussed the lightweight axles in the 11s, he says, that's interesting, because he says, we've been specking the 11s because they're more robust. He says, I didn't realize we were solving a tire wear problem. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so you could get either, but you typically will get the, the light one. Okay. I, fo- I, I found the tag. There's a, a heavy coat of paint on it. So I will maybe have to start chipping that off. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
So I'm looking for an H or nothing. I'm looking for an H. It doesn't matter whether it's there or not. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Correct. And and okay. you're going to find the RD first, and then some sort of numbers, and then is there a letter? Okay. Rear drive, a number, and then a letter. Yep. Okay. Very good. I'm on it. Okay. Have a good Thanks, day, guys. Buddy. Oh, hey, wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. What was this worth? What is this worth? Yeah, what what that's the theme of worth? the day. What's it worth? That's the theme for the month. <laughs> it, 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 well, uh, oh, it's it's probably worth lunch. I I live in Des Moines, lunch. so I'm gonna have to stop over and just uh, bring you guys lunch, I guess. A McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> no, McDonald's. Oh, you're a cheap date. You're a cheap date. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Have Thank a good day, much. buddy. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. All right. Lunch. Lunch. <laughs> this is this is an established cost. This is a uh, we've set a baseline. Right. Right. Yeah. I can I can go backwards here to a different story. I think uh, in 2011, a Bitcoin famously was t- uh, 10,000 Bitcoins were traded for a pizza <laughs> okay. in like 2011, maybe late 2010 or 2011. And uh, yeah, that, that one pizza established an actual value for Bitcoin, Okay, uh, which is about a $10 pizza, $10,000. Right. Or 10,000 Bitcoins. Right. Now that, I guess that would be worth a tad more. I don't know. What's Bitcoin worth? Uh, 25 thousand per bitcoin twenty five thousand what dollars for one bitcoin yes yeah, so there were ten thousand bitcoins in 2010 for one pizza boy that pyramid scheme has really taken it's, off it's taken off quite well yeah <laughs> okay all right right so our lunch for this tire wear could be worth a lot more probably not bitcoin level inflation but it's worth, it's worth a McDonald's. It's worth, worth McDonald's. Is it worth the McDonald's Today. meal, or is that just a sandwich? A happy meal. <laughs> uh, only if they get to keep the toy. Yeah. Oh, you, you're in a happy meal. I was going for a number one meal. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, now that's, that shows my taste when I'm on the road that I know what a number one meal is. <laughs> what is a number one meal? That's a Big Mac and fries and a drink. That's a, it's a, it's a lot of bun and pretty thin patties. I have eaten a million of those in a years. A million of those things. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. We got well, right call? now we don't have any calls in, but if anybody did have any questions, they could call at 855-950-3835. 38. That's the code. 35. Got it. Okay. And, How come there's uh, a piece up on your board? Right. So, so far we've got two times and lunch. Two times lunch. Two times lunch. Right. This is a strange mathematical configuration. Right. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a vague, but that's I guess that's for that's okay for our purposes today. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. I'm in charge. Right. So you're going to Uvalde, Texas next? I will be. It'll be after you get back from Chicago. So it'll be the week of sixteenth of October. Right. Sunday. Evening, I have to leave. Yeah. And I won't get back till Friday evening. Right. Okay. As long as all the flights go correctly. You never know. Now, see, this is interesting. You're going to have to fly out on Sunday, which shows for years I have gone to Evaldi twice a year to do this training. And I've always managed to get a ticket to fly down on Monday morning Mm -hmm. and come back Friday afternoon. Right. And... And and normally the tickets have been three hundred to five hundred dollars round trip. Okay, right. 
the, the no, I couldn't. I couldn't get that. The flights today are so packed mm-hmm. that you couldn't fly down on Monday morning and get there in time. Not at all. And he had to fly on a Sunday, and the ticket was eleven hundred bucks. Yep. Well, round trip, you know. <laughs> That's a lot of money. It's a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And you found the hotel where they're going to be grouping up at? No, they they need to get back to me. The Tom Johnson, he's he's in charge of everything in Uvalde. Right. Somebody else is in charge of everything in San Antonio. Right. So I suspect it's that um what was yeah. it, the Hampton Inn? Yeah. Well, it might be the Hamptons. Sometimes it's it's another one. There's two. Yeah, of them so I don't know. Well, yeah. we'll have to. I'll which wait until room? I know which hotel they're at. Oh. <clears throat> okay, maybe there. they can get you the room. Is it, is it, is it, maybe they can get you the room. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, they've got me the room for the rest of the week. Yeah, I, I I'm sure we can go ahead and we'll swallow one room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so you'll be you're supposed to have 25 guys. Yeah. On. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday morning. Right. And then 25 more guys on Thursday and Friday Friday morning. morning. So you'll be talking to 50 different people from various fleets or tire dealerships. I don't know which group this is this time. Right. I don't know. Usually they do, usually do the tire dealer people in the spring and the fleets in the fall. Right. But the guy that went to Uvalde this spring to do the, this training can't remember who he talked to. The guy can't remember <laughs> even going to a wall. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I, I got that information. It was it was all tire dealers. Okay, all right. So it would be the fleets this time. Aha, uh-huh. which makes sense. It was uh, the fleet I was talking to, like Swift and the rest of them. There were three international truck engineers at this last time. Yeah, I remember that because they were shocked when I was showing them the 55 degree wheel cut. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is standard on Freightliner Cascadia. It's standard on Volvo VNs. And so they tend to wear the outside shoulder right front tire. We took them outside, jacked up the truck, turned it, showed them to shake. They're all standing with their mouths handing out. And I said, what are you so surprised? Well, first of all, we're surprised he does that. And second of all, 85% of the trucks we build today have that axle under it. Right. So it's becoming standard everywhere. Right. The, the Kenworth salesman at the meeting said they normally equip them with that wide track axle. A wide track axle. And for everybody's information that hasn't already heard this a dozen or more times as, we, as we've discussed it here, uh, the wide track axle is to allow the steer, uh, steer tires to turn sharper, sharper yeah. uh, to allow you to get into tighter spaces. Now, what this, this has been a growth that's gone on and up and up and up since, uh, since you know, the 40s and 50s. And, but now we have, for, uh, instead of a 17 to 22 to 25 to 40 to 45 degree wheel cut, we're up to a 50 to 55 degree wheel cut with this sharper turn. And it's straight. And when you get that far out in a turn, you straighten your afferman arm with your tie rod. And once you've gotten it too straight, it no longer has a mechanical advantage to hold the spindle straight and especially when you're backing up and you have negative caster and you're turning away the right like a shopping cart wheel yeah just it cups right outside shoulder right front tire <clears throat> right so that's a it's the issue you're all seeing on your outside right with no feathering cupping all the way around no not a specific spot it's all the way around because it the tire has no the spindle has no idea what position the tire is in when it wobbles and i can remember Back in the mid-2000s, right. 2005, 2006, 
We had a fleet called Ashley. Right. Furniture. Ashley Furniture. They had all Volvos. Yep. They had our alignment equipment. Mm -hmm. And they were upset at us because we couldn't solve the outside shoulder right front tire problem. Yeah. We didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. Nobody told us. They finally threw us out and bought a competitive alignment machine that was supposed to solve the problem. Also couldn't solve the problem, but it didn't matter. The problem was we couldn't solve it. We problem. couldn't solve it. So we were the bad guys. I keep telling people and about alignment all the time. Yeah. If you don't know the answers, if yeah. you can't get the answers, yep. then they're going to assume the problem is that uh, you don't know what you're doing. You're completely incompetent. Right. So, and I am completely incompetent, but we're not going to discuss that. Uh, no, the incontinent. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I'm not wearing the pen. No, <laughs> no. All right, all right. We got a couple calls in here. We got uh, one. This is Johnny has a rim question. This should be interesting. Uh, hello, hello, Johnny. Hello. How's it going there? It goes well. Yourself? Not too bad, just another day in paradise. There you go. All right, all right, all right, wait, wait. Now this time, before you even ask the question, how much are you willing to pay to get the answer? I'll pay a lot, then. You'll pay a lot? <laughs> a lot. All right. That's a definite number. All right. All right, we've got a lot. What's your question? So I, I had one question, and now I have two, but I'll go with the original one. Uh, Go with both I of them. We charge one's worth twice as much. Yeah. We already established that's, that. That's yeah. not that's not a problem. That is not an All issue. Right. I have a brilliant idea because I don't have any issues with my truck, and I'm not okay. sure if I'm going to be chasing issues with my truck with this brilliant idea. Okay. Um, I really like the look on the um, dump trucks and whatnot. The wide uh, the wide uh, wheels on the steer axle. And Got I pull it. a drive in, I have absolutely zero use for a um, <coughs> wide tire like that. But I found online you can get a nine inch Alcoa rim, yep. which is a little bit wider than the factory aluminum Alcoa. Yep. And I'm not exactly sure. Uh, supposedly, you can only put a 295 tire on it or a 315, but you're not supposed to put an 11R225. The yeah, other question, would probably run. Okay. Um, the other question is, would I be putting too much pressure on my outside bearings if I put a 9-inch Alcoa? I am 12,000 bobtail on the steer, and I am 13,1 when I'm loaded. Well, first of it, all, it the 9-inch rim... Detroit, yeah. The 9-inch nine, the nine rim will still center the wheel on the bearing properly, so that's not a problem. Okay. All right. The second thing is... The 11R tire would probably run on there okay, but you could also put a 12R tire on it if you wanted wider tires, okay? Okay. Now, if you go to the 12R tire or the 315, both of them are wider tread designs to get that look that you wanted, okay? You will tend to wear both the inside and outside shoulders on both front tires because that wider tire distorts itself at speeds over 60 miles an hour and will tend to wear the shoulders off. Okay, okay, good to know. Yeah, I'm governed at 65, but I, I guess that's still a little bit. So you're, you're pushing it. Yeah, okay, good to know. That works. I guess, uh, yeah, because they were saying that, uh, well, online when I looked it up, they said you can also put a 295, but then, I don't know, that idea is not very, I'm not very happy with that idea, but okay, this, that's good to know. And um, mm -hmm. second question was, 
I got a 2022 5700 XC Western Star with Detroit axles all around. And truck has got 150,000 miles. It rides great when it is not bobtail. So empty mm-hmm. trailer, you know, 30, 40,000 pounds in the trailer. Everything rides very smooth, but when it's bobtail, the rear bounces a lot over small cracks in the road, almost like the tires are overinflated or the airbags are overinflated, but I've checked all of that and, and that's all spot on. And it is, mm-hmm. it is an airliner suspension like the Freightliner Cascadia. I also yeah. have a Freightliner Cascadia in my, in my fleet that does not ride like that, but it has the exact mm-hmm. same suspension. That's, that's, that's a little bit a, scratch, a head scratcher for me. Well, what usually when I find a situation like that, it's because the bounce is being amplified through the frame, not the suspension. Oh. So the question is, what's the difference in the frames between those two trucks? I haven't checked. I should probably check when I get home. Yes. What's the distance measured from the front suspension on the drive axle, its U-bolt, its, its bolts to the frame, to where the steer axle bolts? In other words, what, that's called the bridge. How long is the bridge on both of the trucks? Are they the same or not? What's the thickness of the of the frame itself, both in its thickness of the metal and also in the height of the frame? Are they the same frames or are they different? Okay, I got to look into that. I know the wheelbase between the two trucks are exactly the same, but I'm not sure if the thickness of the frame is the same. That's a good point. Okay, the thickness of the frame and the depth of the frame be the next two questions then, okay? Awesome. Well, that's all I got. Good luck to you, buddy. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right, so we've got twice as much as a lot. Yes. Lunch. Yes. And twice as much as last time. Yes. Hmm. So far, it's all twice. Oh, we've got two twices. Two twice. A lunch. Yes. And a lot. Does that mean all right. two lunches so you, we both get to eat? We get a lot of lunch. A lot of lunch. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, one more. Parker has a question about wheel balance. This would be good. Okay. Hello, Parker. Kevin, Mike, how you doing? We're good. good. Yourself? How you doing? Good, good. Good. Um, look, I, I got that bouncing equipment. Let me ask you about them vibrators. Vibration. What do you do about them? Hold on. Quit them? driving. Hold on. Hold on. How much is the answer worth to you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a couple of batteries? A couple of batteries. Couple okay. Batteries. All right. that'll, that'll run my vibrator. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, All right. So let's talk, about the vi- let's, talk, let's talk about the vibration. Let's get specific. Okay. Is the vibration in the steering wheel or is it in the seat and the feet? No, look, I just wanted to hear you say something about that vibration, man. What I really wanted to ask about was, was balancing wheels. Oh, okay. My steel okay. tires. Okay, my steel tires. I got those traditional balances. Like, uh, well, I guess they're traditional. They, they like, you stick on. You, you know, you, with yep, the bottom yep. tires, they stick yep. them on the inside. Yep. Okay, uh, do, like, as the, as the tire wears over time, do you need to rebalance that tire? Yes. And yeah, and when 50. should it be? How long? Well, I, I normally figure if I'm going to try and get, let's say, 150,000 miles out of the tire, then I need to rebalance it at about half of that time. So seven, 60 to 70,000 miles I'd want to rebalance. Right. 
There's, okay. there's a lot of factors involved. Yeah, there's a lot of factors involved in, in that. If I was really worried about maintaining the balance, I wouldn't use the stick-on weights. I'd put the stuff that either goes in the tire or the hula hoop rings like Centromatics that constantly rebalance every time you spin up the wheel again. Right. Okay. The, the, issue, the issue being there's 50 pounds-ish of rubber that you're going to wear off of this tire over the next 150,000 miles. And we don't know, based on how you turn, how you brake, what your alignment is, what roads you're driving on or what you're doing with it, how, where in the rotation those, that rubber is going to come off. Mm. So not knowing that, either you can just basically rebalance once every 70,000 miles or get a constant rebalance, which will cover all those problems every week, every day. So it stays in balance. Gotcha. Makes sense. Good help. All okay. right. Not a right, problem, guys. buddy. Anything else? That's it, man. Make, I, All right. I get those centromatics right. Uh, yep. Make sure I take them old, them, them stick-ons off, right? I just leave them on there. They'll be fine. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, okay. Leave them uh, on. You have a good day. All right, yep, back. Just leave them alone. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, the uh, thing about that is you don't want to have a medium inside that is balancing and outside that is balancing. The, so the you two. wouldn't want that centromatics on it and the powder in the tires. Yeah, you don't want two competing dynamic, dynamic balancers. balancers. Right, but if you have stick-on weights right. and you have either centromatics or balanced media, it doesn't matter. That's what it's It was just balancing the assembly. Yeah, anyway. they won't fight each other. Right, right. All right. All right, we have another one here about, it says 55 degrees, so I think I know what we're talking I'm about. I'm tired. I don't want to answer any more questions. Yeah. What? I'm tired. I want to I want to quit. You want to quit. Well, you got only like five minutes, so. All right, I'll wait. All right. Hello, maybe Paul. Well, you, you, you won't have to answer this question because it's not really a question, okay. but. Rocky, I'll pay, I'll pay you twice as much as I usually do. So. All right. Thank I you. like that. We appreciate that. <laughs> Rocky put that video up the other day. I don't know whether you saw it. Uh, someone on the Volvo group was uh, questions about their tire wear, and I put 55-degree wheel cut because I've been uh -huh. paying attention. And then Rocky uh -huh. put a video up, and he jacked the truck up and turned the wheel all the way, and I could not, not believe how much that wheel wobbles when it's turned all the way, when it's 55 degrees. Oh, it's a ton. It just falls loose. Yeah. Yeah. So that... Uh, that video is worth seeing, so thanks to Rocky for putting it up. So you betcha. Yeah, thank yep. you, Rocky. We've got that yep. we've got a video of that on our YouTube page also. The video we took in Sync Cloud. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, it's uh it's it, surprising. It quite dramatic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought, right. boy, he must must have some wore out parts here. And it's like, no, this gets to that point. Rocky Road. And then it's yeah. All off and running. You betcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for mentioning that. Rocky is a uh, uh, – here, I'm going to drop this. Thank you for mentioning that. Rocky is one of our great uh, alignment techs out there working in Jacksonville. He uh, keeps himself up on social media, I think, on TikTok and in the Facebook group. And uh, he's doing seminars and presentations and really making a good name for himself there doing, you know, what we – uh, do here and what he does on his own. 
It's a, one of many alignment operations around the country that we have trained and that we work with and respect and uh, we want to make sure we funnel as much work to them as we can. Respect? Respect, yeah, of course. R-E-S-P-E-C-T? Don't we respect that we work with. Got it. Okay. Anyway, we've got, uh, they're all on a list on mdaligned.com. If you go there and look for our shop locator, you can find people all over the country that are... And we're always looking for more shops. Well, yes, we don't hardly have enough. Yes. Uh, Lots of places in the country we cannot send somebody to. Deserts. Uh, alignment deserts. Yes. Yes. Where all you can get is one of those TA alignments or something that's, you know, not the same. Not the same. <clears throat> all right. All right. Well, we're uh, minutes from being done. If anybody has any last-minute questions, we would really appreciate getting payment of some kind for that. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll uh, otherwise we'll have to wait till next week. Which it's okay. That's the twenty eighth. There's nothing special going on between now and then. Nope. Uh, so nothing's going to fall apart. Nobody's nope. going to. Oh. I might have a grandchild. You might have a great-grandchild by the time we have the next show. That no. could happen. Okay, then at that point, we'll have to know whether we have to wear pink shirts or blue shirts. Pink shirts are, well, supposedly it's pink. Supposed to be? Supposed to be. I don't believe anything until I see it. No, no. Right. Right. They can say all they want, but I want to go. There it is. Okay, that's pink. Right. Okay. Right, so we're not real. We're not uh, now. We, we will won't. announce it enough beforehand so that all our listeners can wear pink. <laughs> there we go. We'll yeah. put it on Facebook. Or yeah, tell Kevin. And it's like St. Patrick's Day. The wearing of the green will be the wearing of the pink. Wearing of the pink. Okay. Right. Well, October is, I believe, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and that's when all the football teams come out with their pink stuff. Is that why they do that? That's why they do that. So I guess I'll be dressing for it anyway. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. Uh, I think we're, we're at the end. We're going to wait until What are we going to do for lunch? Well, I don't know. I, I We get off the air here. The first thing I do is get some lunch. Yeah, all I've been doing is working today. I haven't been. So do you have an opinion on lunch? What's that? You want McDonald's? Do I want McDonald's? If somebody comes by and picks it up for us, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Far out. No. <laughs> okay. Next week, we'll get back to this. We'll, we'll uh, uh, probably have a different theme because this one wasn't very lucrative. Have I mean, any twice our, as lucrative as it was last week. Have any of our themes ever been lucrative? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't not, think not so. Not for us. Not for us. <laughs> I suppose for our customers. I'm glad it's good for somebody. All right. All right. Thank you all for being with us, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.